and welcome to this week's episode of Seen and Heard, industry updates for the modern dairy family. I'm Melissa Lima, your North Coast and Organic Field Services representative, and this week we're excited to bring you an episode in which Anya Radabaugh visits with us about Western United Dairies dipping their toe into the world of TikTok, trying to engage with Generation Z. We're excited to hear what Anya has to say about our new TikTok campaigns, and we also have a market update from our awesome economist, Tiffany LaMandola of Blimling EverAg. Without further ado, we will jump right in with Tiffany. Pacific Gas and Electric is here to remind you that signs keep you safe. Sections of our natural gas transmission pipeline travel underground and beneath agricultural land. For the safety of you, your family, and your employees, pipeline markers are placed to indicate the approximate location of the pipe as a reminder to use extra care. Removing a pipeline marker creates a serious safety hazard. To have additional markers placed or report damaged or missing markers, please call your PG&E account manager or our Agricultural Customer Service Center at 877-311-3276. To learn more, visit www.pge.com slash agsafety. Remember, signs keep you safe. Hi folks, hope you had a great week. It was another rough one in our dairy markets. Cheese in particular took a bit of a beating. We now have both blocks and barrels sub 180 into the high 170s. Blocks closed at 178.50, down nine and a half cents for the week. Barrels at 179 and a quarter, down nine and a half. It uh, is interesting as we look at the futures curve There are still $19 and $20 prints out into Q4 and beyond. Um, Keep in mind that spot cheese would have to rally about 20 or 30 cents to get back to $19 or $20 milk. Um, So those of you who have not looked at managing your milk price risk out there might might take a serious look at that. Um, I'm sure the markets are going to stay volatile here. Um, We will possibly see some bargain shopping here now that mo- uh, now that cheese prices have dipped into these levels. Uh, the holidays are ahead. That may lend some support. Um, but generally, we're seeing pretty good supplies of cheese, in particular out of the Midwest, where there has been some extra spot milk around as new cows have come online. We did get cheese export data for June. It was another record month. Uh, but uh, Anecdotally, folks are telling us that some of that volume was product that was booked earlier in the year that never made it out of the ports. So just kind of getting through some of that log jam. Um, There is probably not as good of opportunities, um, or at least we're hearing so. Uh, Moving forward, it does not sound like exports have been being booked at as robust rates. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. Moving over to the class four side, we started the week out with another global dairy trade where powders got uh, hit quite a bit again. um, That weighed heavily on our non-fat dry milk market in particular. We dipped down to $1.5025 on Friday. That's down almost 14 cents on the week. That's the lowest non-fat price we've seen since October 2021. Butter has been generally hanging in there. It's still north of $3 at $3.01 for the week. Um, We're up two cents week over week, although we did see a little change in tune on Friday with offers of butter not being met with as much um, buy side interest. So keep a close eye on that. Um, Definitely non-fat has been weighing on the class four space. The Q4 futures have lost about 88 cents this week alone. 
Um, so if we get any weakness in butter as well, that will certainly pile on. Class three is also lost about 41 cents out in Q4. But as I mentioned, still some decent prices to look at, 19 and $20 prints, fourth quarter and into Q1 of next year. Please reach out if you have any questions. Yosemite Farm Credit is the farmer's choice for agriculture financing. As a farmer-owned cooperative, we are dedicated to serving our neighbors in the agriculture community with financial products and services tailored to your operation and backed with the relationship you can trust. Whether you're purchasing real estate, making improvements to the dairy, or wanting to purchase or lease equipment, we're here to help our members prosper. Visit our website at yosemitefarmcredit.com to find a branch location nearest you. We are excited to welcome back to the show, Western United Dairy CEO, Anya Radabaugh. Welcome, Anya. Thanks for having me. Really excited to be here today. I'm excited too, because typically when we have you here, we have to have some really like intense discussions about things going on. But today's topic um, is a little bit fun for a Friday afternoon. We're going to talk TikTok and Gen Z and how Western is dipping our toe in the world of Gen Z by engaging on TikTok. So fun stuff, I think. Yeah, I well, there's nothing like learning about the next generation that you can't relate to um, as, a, as, a, as a person who's old or not so old, but the next generation, which is called Gen Z, is the next um, generation of dairy consumer. So we really um, have taken a look at this. Uh, we, we pitched a very powerful proposal to the California Cattle Council earlier this year that has now been funded. Um, we've been working with D DMI, Dairy Management Inc., to kind of isolate some of the background studies that we needed to make sure we understood Gen Z, uh, which to be clear, well, I should say clear, depending on your point of view, most Gen Zers consider themselves to be born after the year 2000 um, and before uh, the year 2013. So this is you know, the, the next wave of buying power, but if you look at a marketing perspective, um, it kind of squeaks a little bit, you know, to 1998 to yeah. closer to 2016. So basically folks that are at the end of high school slash just beginning college. This is, okay. this is the consumer group that we're looking at. And these consumers have a very powerful point of view. And we have to understand that in order to sell them dairy products and in order for me to operate effectively in Sacramento and for this organization, I think to have a, a long future in California, uh, we really wanted to uh, uh, not just how to talk to them, but what they were concerned about because that ultimately dictates the next generation of policy. It dictates the next generation of what regulations will and won't look like. Yeah. And these consumers have a very focused point of view on the environment on things like waste, um, plastics, sustainability. They really, really have opinions about their food. And yes. that, that separates them a lot from Gen X, Gen Y, millennials. Um, and it's really become a driving force for our future marketing efforts. So the TikTok campaign was where we kind of started. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar with TikTok, um, Yes, it is a Chinese-owned company. I'm very well aware of that, uh, as are a lot of things. Uh, but TikTok is a social media platform that uh, consists off of, you know, visual uh, and acoustic uh, viewers 
these, uh, most of it is in jest. There's a lot of, um, I told the cattle council racier things, things that are a little more risque on there. And so we have to make sure that we are representing our producers in an edgy way and yet in a way that's both respectful and kind of gets the message across. Uh, the average TikTok video is between three and seven seconds. When you make them longer than that, uh, the viewership tends to drop dramatically unless it's something extremely political or extremely progressive. Then people will usually give it a little bit of a bigger view. But when we looked at what this generation wants, uh, they are, you know, 93% of Gen Zers believe that brands have an obligation to stand on environmental issues. 67% mm -hmm. of Gen Z um, have already changed their buying behavior and have asked their parents to do the same because of climate change. And so those numbers alone stand on themselves when we're thinking about how to talk to them. So thinking about plastic, which is the second largest concern for this generation of consumers, which is something that maybe don't people don't really know. Um, but so, I mean, I'm just giving you numbers. Overwhelmingly, Gen Z agrees that sustainability is, is the more, it's just far more important to them than COVID, more important to them than economical issues, probably because they haven't really gotten a paycheck yet, but that's a little <laughs> shot. Um, so yeah, this is a really powerful um, potential. And so as we've moved into TikTok, uh, we are running a couple of different tags. And if our farmers want to follow along with us or our dairy sponsors, we have green cow issues. That's what we're calling uh, Western's TikTok page. Um, and then we have kind of more industry issues, which is just branded as Western United Dairies. And, we'll, and so um, we'll tag both of those on our show notes, just for anybody awesome. that's interested and is having a hard time finding TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, and, that, and this is the thing about this platform. And I, I'm sure some of our esteemed marketing colleagues would disagree with me. But as far as I can tell, these this technology, this, this platform does not translate into Facebook or Instagram or, you know, it, it is really stands on its own. And the content really doesn't translate across to Instagram or Facebook in a way that like just a different consumer base. Totally. And so we wanted to really convey that to the council and to convey to this generation that this, this was tailored for them. So can some of the topics we're starting to run with um, have a lot to do with upcycling, a lot to do with, you know, the byproducts that dairy farmers use in California, what that means. Uh, and again, think clips, five to seven seconds. I uh, want to take an opportunity to publicly thank Frank Mendonca and his family <laughs> uh, for allowing us to do a lot of B-roll footage, showing those byproducts, showing the mixing um, of the TMR um, and of course, it's done with a little bit of a sassy flair. The cows are singing. The cows are really conveying that that they don't have time to be fed, you know, <laughs> scraps, right? So um, a lot of purpose in this moment is entertainment, uh, which again, separates a lot of the checkoff work, a lot of Western's work, because we tend to really, you know, sit in an education space a lot of times as we should, but TikTok is not an educational forum, <laughs> Um, there's just as much mis misinformation on there as there is any legitimate information. But talking about sourcing local food, focusing on dairy's nutrition aspects, absolutely can be done in five to seven seconds 
we have so many amazing facts coming from the Geary Council, coming from CMAB, that we're bringing into this space um, in a way that we're hoping can connect with this next generation. Absolutely. And they're just a lot of fun, too. I mean, on top of it all, um, it's fun to watch and fun to kind of be a part of this whole evolution. So I think I think dairy producers will get a kick out of it, you know, tickles the funny bone a little bit <laughs> while you're getting educated about what's going on. And I think that's the difference. We can talk about what's going on on the ground on farms and how they're handling environmental issues, why their cows are green. And that's pretty exciting. Yeah, I think that, um, and I want people to be entertained, but uh, what I was, I was really careful as I emphasized this pitch to the California Cattle Council, um, we're not the target audience for this. And so I would be much more interested to know what, you know, our dairy sons and daughters, uh, you know, think and feel just, you know, interacting with, with Gen Z because that's the target audience that I'm trying to reach. And so it doesn't, it's not lost on me. I've got a, um, an actual Gen Zer doing the TikTok campaigns for us. You know, I'm not doing them because I'm not the audience. So it's, it's as much as it's going to be entertaining. I really want the next generation of farmers to connect with it and to get excited about it. Because incidentally, if any folks listening to this podcast want to be featured in some of our TikTok videos, we love to have uh, those opportunities uh, we're always looking uh, for a way to, you know, kind of curate content. Uh, right now, our focus is mostly on upcycling. We're moving to nutrition to the extent that it's very basic. Uh, but we're really wanting to move into dairy impact on jobs and economy to the extent that we could keep that as a, you know, you know, lighthearted entertainment purpose. But, you know, dairy jobs are really important, uh, I think, for the long-term policy decisions we have to make. So, connecting with this audience in that way is, is particularly important to me. Yeah, I think it's it's all good stuff. Um, anything else, Anya, you'd like to add or any other call to action for our, our listeners on this particular subject? Well, I really hope people will reach out and volunteer. Um, these are these are fun videos. Uh, this is a, this is not your your average, you know, droning on about you know, how a lot a lot of the stuff that we do in our content world. This is um, you know, it's set to music and we really try to make them funny. But I think that I really want our members um, to kind of understand that these expectations that this consumer has affect trust in dairy. They affect, I mean, consumer trust in dairy industry right now is, is very positive. Um, you know, it, it, we hear it a lot. People have a lot of trust in farmers and I don't want to see those trust numbers slip at all. And so making sure that we're creating a, um, you know, a positive image to this next, this next group who are, by the way, extremely suspicious of marketing. Um, <laughs> they are, this is a generation that grew up with iPhones, they grew up iPads, they grew up with a, a healthy dose of misinformation. Yeah. They are so skeptical of what's called greenwashing, which means when a company essentially says that they're green, but they're really not taking right. steps to be socially responsible. This generation sniffs that out really quickly. And that's why doing so much of the on-farm TikToks are particularly important, at least from my vantage point, because it's an opportunity for people to see exactly what's happening on a dairy farm, for people to be entertained by it, but also that it's nothing scary. 
um, some of the bigger comments that we get in this space when we've asked people to peer review these talk videos is it's so quiet in a dairy barn. And I'm always like, well, what, what did you expect? And mm -hmm. again, the perception is that there is some trauma going on there. You know, yeah. we have to, we have to really work hard to dispel that. And one of the ways I found that we've been successful doing that so far, just in the last month has been showing a dairy. This is what's happening. This is the milking barn. This is the parlor. Sometimes we just show a quiet video with no background music at all, because we want people to really see that the cows are calm, comfortable yeah. and happy. Relaxed. Yeah. So I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I really, I mean, my target audience really is the next generation of capital staffers. Um, you know, that's the kind of the, the world that I sit in, maybe too much so. Um, <laughs> but if we can really make sure we build trust with our consumers for the next generation of buying power, that's kind of the purpose of this platform. Definitely. Well, we sure appreciate your time today, Anya. And it's kind of fun to get to talk about something that's serious, but a little <laughs> less serious than what we're usually discussing on, on the show. So thanks so much for joining. Again, we're going to link those TikTok accounts on our show notes. So it will be easy and handy for our listeners to find, especially if you're listening from your phone, you just click right on those links. And um, if you have questions or you'd like to be a part of this, please reach out to us. You can reach out to Anya directly or myself or just info at wudairies.com. So thanks again, Anya. Have a great weekend. You too. Thank you. Did you know that you can turn your dairy manure into cash? Bennett Environmental is offering above ground dairy digesters at no cost to you. These systems can also remove nitrates from your lagoons to help you comply with waterboard regulations. Our proven above ground technology will generate income for your dairy into the foreseeable future. Because we truck the renewable natural gas off site, your dairy can profit regardless of your location. Bennett Environmental, turning your wastewater liabilities into sustainable assets. Learn more at bennett-environmental.com. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Seen and Heard, and special thanks to our contributors, Anya Radabaugh and Tiffany LaMandola. We hope you'll rate, review, and subscribe to Seen and Heard on your favorite listening platform. And if you have questions, comments, or content requests for the show, please email M-L-E-M-A at wudairies.com. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We'll see you next week. While West United Dairies respects the varied views of our podcast guests, please know that views expressed on Seen and Heard may not necessarily reflect the positions of the West United Dairies Board of Directors. Thank you to Western United Dairies generous business sponsors. Gar Bennett, California Dairy Magazine, Farm Credit Alliance, FNR Ag Services, Moss Energy Works, Bennett Environmental, PG&E, and Yosemite Farm Credit. We appreciate our sponsors and thank them for their continued support. If you'd like more information on how to sponsor Western United Dairies or this podcast, please send us an email at info at wudairies.com. That's info at wudairies.com.